You just gotta keep living, man. L-I-V-I-N. Welcome to the Rock Your Life Podcast. Discover the tools you need to fulfill the highest, truest expression of yourself. From family and wellness to business and goals, it's time to dream out loud. It's time to rock it. This stuff will rock your world. Rock! And now your host, Chasta. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Rock Your Life Podcast. I am Chasta and I am thrilled this week to bring you somebody who has really changed my life. And I say that with all sincerity. Lisa Woodruff from Organize 365. I found her about three years ago. And I found her, as you'll hear me explain to her in this interview, I found her at a time in my life that was very transformative. I was after I had become a mother. My son was around one. He was still very much a baby. And I was sort of feeling lost internally. Now, look, I have to be very clear. My son is my everything. I am so obsessed with my son. It's kind of borderline ridiculous. So he's the best thing that's ever happened to me. I have no complaints whatsoever. But the transition of becoming a mother can be a little bit tricky, especially when it comes to running your household and finding time for things that you once didn't have to think about. Getting household work done, chores done, filing done, keeping up with your everyday life. All of a sudden, all of that goes to the wayside because you're caring for this new beautiful baby. And so that was the period of my life that I was in. And I was searching to try to find some sort of normalcy in the everyday stuff in your house. And so I just started Googling organization. And I was just hoping to look at pretty pictures on Pinterest to calm me down. And then the Lord stepped in and handed me Lisa Woodruff from Organize 365. She is a professional organizer out of Ohio. I started following her on Instagram. I started listening to her podcast and she became a guiding light to me on how to organize my paperwork, how to plan out my day, how to plan out my week, how to keep my house together. And in a very realistic way, I want to make sure I point that out. Not in this perfect, pretty Pinterest way that's unattainable attainable in more of a realistic, tangible way that I could put into action in my life at that time. And since then, I have been a devout follower of Lisa. You're going to hear me in this interview completely, fully geek out. I apologize ahead of time. I fangirl out like nobody's business. You can hear the pure excitement in my voice as we chat, as I interview her, as I introduce her to you guys. She really is such an amazing woman. Now, I do want to point out, Lisa and I have never met in person. We've had conversations back and forth on Instagram, and this is actually a Zoom call. We did a face-to-face interview on Zoom, so this may sound a little bit different than what you're used to hearing here on this podcast. And if I reference something on video, it is actually the products that I have bought from Lisa over the years that have helped to change my life. They're not products that you have to buy, but they are certainly helpful. Uh, So you can hear about those and enjoy this interview, and I hope that you find joy in Lisa as I do. I do encourage you to follow along with her process because she is a fun, lighthearted, joyful person to follow, and she really has changed the game for me personally. So let's get into it. Lisa Woodruff from Organize 365. Again, sorry for the fangirling. (laughs) Hi. 
goodness. <laughs> Finally. I am so excited to see you. How are you, Lisa? Oh my gosh. It's like the heavens have to part in order for you and I to get on a Zoom together. What I'm that? telling you, we, okay, this is crazy. First off, let me introduce you and then we're going to get into the fact that you're a best friend in my head. Lisa Woodruff from Organize 365. Welcome to the Rock Your Life podcast. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you, Chesta. I'm so excited to be here. Oh my gosh. The truth of the matter is you and I chatted about you coming on this podcast back in, what was it, January of 2020 before all hell broke loose? At, at least. It might have been in 2019. I, I think it was a long time ago. It was actually, to be honest with you, Lisa, it was before I even truly launched this podcast. That's the truth. Yes. I am a broadcaster. I've been on the radio and TV uh, for almost 20 years, and I've wanted to do a podcast for a long time. And when I was thinking about dream guest, you were the very first person on my <gasps> list, which is such a trip that here you are. Like I'm freaking out. <laughs> oh my gosh. Thank you. Well, I'll tell you why, Lisa, because you're a professional organizer. Just give me a minute to geek out. Okay. So you're a professional organizer that that really brought me peace in a tough time in my life. I, um, I'm going to get emotional. Jeez, that was fast. Um, whenever I had a baby, he was about one year old and I was going, kind of going through it. I felt like I had sort of like lost my house. Everything was chaos. I had no system. It was just, it was crazy. So I started Googling organization because I just, I'm an organized type A person who before a child and God, I love him. Like, don't get me wrong. He's my number one. But before a child, you know, I was very type A, had all my little ducks in line. And then after I had a kid, I sort of felt like all that was gone. And so I started typing organize into uh, Google and you came up and your podcast came up and I started listening and you gave me peace, Lisa. Thank you. You are so welcome. I'm so glad. It's the truth because like what stuck out to me was that you were a realist. You, one of the very first things I heard you say was that you're not a Pinterest organizer. Right. You know, that you're a realistic organizer and functional organizing. And you just, you said one thing that really hit home to me. You said, um, <laughs> organizing a house with a small child is like using, <laughs> right. It's like using a snowblower in a blizzard. And I was like, yeah, it's so true. So what you do makes a real difference. Thank you for being you. And I'm so thrilled about your new book coming out. Congratulations. Oh, thank you so much. Yes. I've been looking forward to having this conversation for a long time as well. And I mean, I hear from so many people exactly what you say. I'm a teacher and I love organizing and I want people to love organizing like I do. Yeah. I didn't realize the way I was approaching it and how I teach. I was raised by a perfectionist and I have really high expectations for myself and I couldn't meet my own expectations. Amen. And along the way, I had to give them up. And then I had to love myself and be like, you know what? No one is perfect, Lisa. Yes. All these people you think are perfect, they are not perfect. And it was about 10 years ago, there was a blogger who I admired and literally had the most perfect house on the planet. Like she yeah. was the perfect organizer. And she was in a magazine and she shared behind the scenes how the magazine perfected her house before they took pictures of it. And I'm like, how do you perfect perfection? Right. And I was like, okay then perfection doesn't exist if literally the perfect organizing person had to have her house perfected before they would take photos of it. Like, That's exactly right. There is, what are we trying to do over here? Especially women, like we're trying to, for who also? Who are you trying to be perfect for? Exactly. You said that too. I remember you talking about, you don't get a medal. Like nobody gives <laughs> you a medal. No one walks into your house and is like, look at you go. No one even notices. Like, if, right. you know, it's so ridiculous. We do this to ourselves and I'm like you, type A, high bar. Like I'm very hard on myself. 
far less now. I know you have two kids. I follow your life daily. I know way too much about you. It's like my <laughs> listeners know way too much about me. I'm like that with Lisa Woodruff. Um, but you know, after you have a kid, like your mm-hmm. type anus just goes out the window. It has to, if you're going to have any level of sanity whatsoever, it has to. And so it was nice to be able to go, Oh my God, there's this woman out there who's like me, who's been through this and says, it's okay. Like it's okay to not be perfect. And that's why like, if people hear that I have an organizer on the podcast, they might go, Oh, okay. An organizer, but right. it's so much deeper than that. It really gets into how we accept ourselves, what, how we run our households. Like, and you mm-hmm. have taught me so, so much. I mean, and it, it's really true to have someone out there in the world that just gets it, you know, to see yourself in someone else is really powerful. And that's how I feel about you. In fact, if I don't see you say good morning on Instagram, I'm like, <laughs> where's Lisa? Like, <laughs> people think I died. If I don't I say good morning and tell you what day it is, I started saying what day of the week it was in the pandemic. And then I stopped in the beginning of June for like one week. And then I was like, forget it. I don't know anymore. I have to yes. tell you again. They're like, oh good. Cause we didn't know what day it was either. And if it's 10 o'clock and I don't go on my Insta stories, literally the team starts getting emails. Is Lisa okay? What has happened to Lisa? <laughs> It's the first I love thing. it. It's the first thing I get up at 5am. You're in uh, Ohio. So you're way ahead of me. But I get up, I start my day at five. I get up at 3.45 in the morning because I'm on a morning show. And so the very first thing I open my phone and it's always you telling me what day it is. <laughs> and I used to tell you the weather also. I've yes, stopped you doing did. That. I, um, my audience didn't tell me to stop. My team was like, can you stop with the weather? You're not a weather person. The weather like, reports. People like it. I like the blue skies in Ohio. I'm totally down with it. <laughs> so I do want to, I want to get serious with you about this book because it's called The Paper Solution. And this is one of the things that I felt really most out of control with was paper. Um, and you wrote this because you had an experience when your dad passed away, the exact same experience that I had Mm -hmm. cleaning out a parent's house. When my dad passed away, Lisa, I went through his mountain of paperwork. And the interesting thing about this is he is where I got my type anus. He's where I got all of my little ducks in a row. He was very organized, but Mm -hmm. he kept every piece of paper that he ever came across. I found water bills from like 1977. It was insane. So Tell us about the paper tsunami that is awaiting all of us and just let us, like, I know this already from following you, but but let everyone else know that it's okay to get rid of most of your paper. Yes. So unfortunately, and I'm sorry, um, we are going to have to go through our parents' paperwork or our grandparents' paperwork and settle an estate. At some point in your life, you are probably going to plan a funeral and settle an estate. And unfortunately, when you Google that, there isn't a checklist for the paper and the estate part. There is for planning the funeral, but not for the responsibility of selling the family home and settling the estate. And after I had that experience and I started to organize 365 and organizing people's homes, I thought, okay, this is great. We all want to get organized and it's a project that we can dive into. But to have to take care of your father and be the power of healthcare and then sell your family home and plan a funeral and process the estate in an 18-month time frame, four hours away from home, was extremely stressful. And what you'll find when you actually do that is nothing else in your life stops. So your job doesn't stop. Your parenting doesn't stop. Your household responsibilities don't stop. You just add this on top. And if there's anything that I could do to make that easier when people go through it in the future, that's what I wanted to do when I first created the financial and medical binders. Mm -hmm. And then from that, we created a few more binders and a few more paper systems. And I realized as an in-home professional organizer that I could organize your filing cabinet and make it look beautiful and rainbow oriented. But 
you're in California, right? Yes. And you have all these fires out there. And in Florida, we have the hurricanes and the whole East Coast. And when you go to evacuate your house, you cannot take your rainbow filing cabinet with you. Yeah. And most people can't maintain a rainbow filing cabinet. So I was like, you know what? As a teacher, sometimes you have to just totally change people's paradigm. I'm like, forget the filing cabinet. Ditch yep. the filing. We're not, we, you're not allowed to have one. They're like, oh. It blew my mind when you said that. I was like, wait, hold up, sister. Hold (laughs) Wait a minute. I have, I had, had, I'll get into that in a minute. I had six filing cabinets in my garage full to the max Mm -hmm. when you said Mm -hmm. that. And I was like, okay, but it's true. 85% of the paper I ditched, it's gone. gone. And you really need four basic binders. You might add a few more there for kids or things like that, but there are really only four binders. She's holding hers up. There are really only four binders you need. And that's freeing to know that, oh, you mean to get an A in filing cabinet? I need four binders full. I can do that. I can achieve that. I can maintain that. Yeah. And when you need the paperwork, if someone gets ill or unfortunately if somebody passes away and you need quick papers that, and you're, you know how grief is when you're in grief, it's like you're in a fog, yes. like your brain's not even working. Right. You don't know what, what your, excuse my language, your ass from your elbow. You don't know what's going on. And to be able to grab a binder and go flip, 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 here's the information I need and hand it to someone. Then that just takes so much off of your plate. This past year, 2019 was the year I finally, I've been listening to your podcast for three years. So, cause my kids for for now, you're like always, you're in my life, always going to be one year less than my <laughs> son. Um, so three years ago when I started listening to you, I was like, okay, I, I would fully believe in the Sunday basket. I also have that prop up here as well. <laughs> uh, my Sunday basket that I live by. We'll talk about that in a minute. But, and then you started talking about the filing cabinets and I was like, I don't know that that's possible. This seems extreme. And last year was the year I finally put it on my list and I was like, no, it's happening. So at Christmas, my mother was out here to help me with my kid. I had two weeks off and I was like, this is it. I'm done. And we went through every piece of paper I've had for 20 years and I got two weeks. In two weeks, I mean, it was, no, it was like seven or eight hours a day. It was like, no joke. You should have seen my house. We had trash bags full of crap. It was crazy. But I was, when I get my, myself determined to do something, it's going to happen. So I got rid of so much. I'm down to one file cabinet. So I still need to go through a little bit. And then my binders, like I live by these binders that you, that you have. They're such an amazing system. It walks you through every single thing. This has now become an ad for Organized 365. But it's the truth. I live and die by your systems because you're a teacher. They're so well thought out and they really guide you through how to do this. How did you come up with this? Like the binders and everything. Well, the medical and financial binders were first and it was, what are all of the things that I wish I would have had when I was power of healthcare, when I was power of attorney and to settle an estate. And I had a couple of other friends just like you who had walked through the same exact experience. So I hired them and we literally made a list of what were all of the things that you needed for the doctors, for the attorneys, for your spouse, for your kids, for everything. And we just made an exhaustive list and we researched and researched and researched. And in our binders, it's not just a binder, but we give you like a workbook that goes with each one. And one of the things I noticed in organizing our paper was that, great, you go through the filing cabinet, that's where some of the information is. Mm -hmm. But then there's also information like on your parent's computer or your computer, and some is in your brain. And if it's never written down, then it's lost forever. That's right. So So part of these binders is 
ditching the filing cabinet and getting what you need out of there, but also then adding to the binder where to find things digitally if they're located digitally, and then also anecdotal or information out of your head that isn't anywhere else written down in physical form in these binders. Yeah, it's so true. And then it, in, if you happen to be the person that something happens to, then somebody else can just walk into your house, grab these binders, and they can have the information that they need to. I mean, yeah. it feels a little bit morbid to to go down that path. But you know what? At the end of the day, if you've had a parent or a loved one lost like that, oh my gosh, you're doing someone such a favor if it happens to you. I mean, it's unfortunate that it does happen. Um, but I also want to say the paper solution, the book, I bought this in a few different forms. Um, I bought it in Audible because I'm, I'm an audio listener. Um, I love podcast and audio listening. Um, but also in, in paper form because I sent it to a, a couple of family members because I, I feel like it's an easy way to open the door to say, hey, could you do me a solid, <laughs> you know, could you get your stuff in order? Because it's an eventuality, you know, and that's a tough, that's a tough conversation to have with a parent or an older loved one that, you know, you don't want them leaving you just this mass chaos. You'd like to have some, some sort of something left for you to go through, you know, and I think your book is like a really kind way of opening that conversation. And also for the family members you sent them to are probably baby boomers and silent generation. They're very mm -hmm. uh, proud and private people and they don't really want you in their filing cabinet. So they don't want you organizing their, their papers That's a right good now. good point. Yeah. Yeah. They want control over what you are going to see. Eventually you're going to see everything in there. So take control of that and say, okay, like my grandmother had a binder. She said, everything you need is in this red binder. There are all those files over there, but there's nothing of importance in there. Everything you need is in this red binder. She was German. She died at 94. Like she had her whole funeral plan and everything. She's like, all the legal stuff is in here. And wow. so it was really easy to go through her paperwork. We still went through it, but we did not find anything that was materially for the uh, estate. We could have packed it up and moved it and not worried about settling the state without going through it because she just had that one binder. Wow. The organization runs deep in your family. <laughs> yeah. That's so that, that's true. <laughs> that's amazing. And I, I would say too, you know, often when people are diagnosed with cancer or they've lost their parent or their child is ill or something like that, like you want to do something mm -hmm. and people don't know how to receive help. So maybe you take over a meal or you do their laundry for them, or you walk, watch their children. The paper solution can be read front to back and you can go through your paper in it. But it also is a resource for people in those times. So if you do have a family member or a friend that's diagnosed with cancer or experiencing a loss, you can give them the book and mm -hmm. say, hey, I don't, I don't know what's going on, but if you need a resource to help you with the estate, chapter 10 works for that. Or yeah. I don't know what's going on, but if you want to know how to set up a medical binder, it's chapter whatever. And you can flip to a chapter and just make the binder that you need at that time. Yeah. This is just one of many lessons that you have taught me. Lisa, I feel like you're my adult teacher. You were, you taught kids in school for real. And now you just teach us and adults to get our S together, <laughs> but practical organization, I think is really important. I, I made a list of kind of my lessons from Lisa, um, that you don't have to, your house doesn't look like Pinterest. Okay. We talked about that. You don't have to have that level of bar, but one thing you have said that always stuck with me is like, if you're organized enough to, to, if you ask me, where is your hammer or where is this piece of paper or where is your passport? I could point you in in my house to where everything is. That's mm -hmm. organized. Like I yep. know where all my stuff is. I know what's in my attic. I know what's in my little junk area, hot mess room, as you call it. I know all of those things. And number two, if you can pick up your house in a matter of 15 to 20 minutes before a guest comes over and you're not embarrassed, yep. you're organized. Yes. My That's dishes it. are not done right now as right. we are talking. 
but they will be done if somebody comes there. My dishes are never done. I have adult <laughs> children that live here. Like, what's the point? I just don't even find that at all. This is why I love you. And I, I love that you say that on Instagram too. Like you'll show, look at my mm-hmm. house. Like how long did you keep your Christmas tree up after Christmas? Oh, I don't know. What was it? March? I think I it was know. March. It was something yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> it's something ridiculous. But I, I so appreciate that. Like you're not putting on any front because mm-hmm. you're an, a professional organizer. You're not saying like, oh, I'm perfect. And this is how we have to be. You're showing your house and you're going, look, like even me who I teach organization, I have moments where my dishes aren't done and my Christmas tree is up for a couple months. Like it's no big deal. It's fine. I'd rather do a puzzle and watch TV. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Also, one thing I really wanted to hit that's so important. And I swear to you every single Sunday, as I'm going through my Sunday basket and I am trying to get stuff done, I tell myself like, follow your energy. Cause I can be very like sporadic in my house. I can go start the dishes and then I'll see something in the living room. I need to go pick that up. And then all of a sudden I'm bouncing all over the place and I'm not getting anything done. You know, like I am, but I'm not. When I turn around, like, what have I done? Especially with a four-year-old, but that's a whole nother Oprah. But you talk about following your energy. What exactly does that mean for you? You have a never ending to-do list, right? I don't even make a to-do list. So on Saturday mornings, I will often look at my Sunday basket and see what's going on for the weekend. And I'll make a list of possibilities, things that maybe I'll get done this weekend, weeding in the yard, going through whatever, just a whole list. And then I will finish something and I'll go back to this list of possibilities. I'll be like, oh, you know what? It's a good temperature outside. And I feel like weeding, I'll go weed now or I'll walk the dog or I'll do. And at the end of the weekend, whatever doesn't get done gets put back in the Sunday basket. Now, if there's something that has to get done, obviously it will get done, but most things don't have to get done. Yeah, it's true. You put so much pressure on yourself, like writing these. I used to be the queen of lists. Now I use your note card system where I keep it short. You know, I've got my daily note. I really do do everything you tell me, Lisa. I know you're like such a star student. I got you a get gold, the star. gold star. You get it. I got it. a gold star from Lisa. I feel so good yes. about myself. It's so, it's ridiculous because I talk about you so often um, that you're just Lisa in my house. So if I say Lisa <laughs> to my husband, he knows exactly who I'm talking about. I mean, hello. I'm kind of crazy. We've never met. Um, but I told him today, I was like, I'm interviewing Lisa. He was like, oh, that's so cool. She's so good. I'm like, I know. <laughs> it's crazy. So I have my note card system and just basically I have like three or four things a day that I do. And yep. that's all I expect of myself. Like I have my big possibilities list. That's more like goals and aspirations, but the things that need to happen every day that they live on a a new note card every day. Also, we got to talk about the Sunday basket real quick because this sucker has changed my life. Um, the only thing I might add to it is handles because I carry it from, this is my home studio that I'm in right now. Did you put handles on yours? Oh, oh yeah, you, you get have, the portable one. I need the portable one because I have this the in the one. kitchen. Yeah, see, I need that one. That's so cute. And it holds a binder. So the idea is that you leave your Sunday basket at home. Right. And go through right. that on Sunday. And then just pull out the slash pockets you need for work or whatever in the portable one. And you can fit a binder in there as well or your laptop. Yeah. Cause see, I work from home. I'm, this is my home studio. I run a radio station out of this, which is crazy. Me um, too. I, yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty nuts, isn't it? But, um, so this is usually in my dining room, but I find myself carrying it from the dining room to the studio all the time. So mm-hmm. I need to get the little portable one so I can have it easier. But I, I live by the Sunday basket system. My God, can you give the elevator pitch for that? Because what a brilliant concept. Yeah. It's basically an inbox for your brain. It's an external brain. So you put all of your paper in there. You put your mail in there. You put emails that you've printed out, forms that need to be filled out, prescriptions that need to be refilled. Just drop them right in there. Anything that needs to be done. 
-hmm. And then the magic is to also write down all of your ideas on index cards and drop those in there too. Like if you have a brilliant idea, but it can wait until Sunday, put it in the Sunday basket. It gets it out of your head and written down. And yes, you'll write down the same idea more than once. Totally fine. (laughs) Yeah. Then on Sunday, you pull out all that paper. You're sorted into this system that we have. It takes about six weeks for you to truly be using the system and it it's second nature to you. And you just take this 90 minute chunk of time on Sunday. You can tell us how long it takes you for you, but usually it's about 90 minutes. Mm -hmm. You go through all your mail, you plan out your week, you pick out some projects you want to do this week, and the rest will wait for you until Sunday. We don't have a place for our ongoing projects or our things that we want to do in the future to live other than like in our brain, on our kitchen counter. This gives it a home to live in. And it gives it a place to tell your spouse or the people you live with where stuff yes. is. I can't tell you how many times my husband has called me and he's like, hey, where's the PG&E bill or whatever. I'm like, study basket. Like it's always, it's just a catch-all. It's a catch-all for the mm-hmm. week. No matter what it is, if you don't have to do it right that second, it goes in the Sunday basket mm-hmm. and you deal with it at a, a time that is set aside for you to focus on it. Because what I try to do with my son, uh, you know, he's four and I try to really give him all my love and attention. And if I'm like trying to, in the middle of the week, I'm trying to do a random bill or I'm trying to organize this or whatever, I feel mm-hmm. like I'm half, I'm half with him and I'm half not. I don't like feeling like that. Like I like to give him my all. So I know on Sunday, I got a chunk of time in the morning where I'm like, babe, play with the kid, entertain him, and I'm going to go get our life organized. And it just feels so good on Sunday to be able to start my week like that and know, okay, here's my little plan. I have my little sheet. I write everything out. It really is a dream. And it seems like a simple concept, but I want to tell people, don't be fooled. (laughs) Don't be fooled. Because at first, when I first started listening to the Sunday Basket podcast, which is different from your Organized 365 podcast, I was like, oh, I'll just get a basket and I'll throw stuff in it. Fine. No, 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 no. (laughs) It's so much more than that. There are slash pockets that really get you organized with different things in your life. uh, And it really is a whole system. So I do highly encourage people to dig into that because it's the number one tool in my life that keeps me organized. Um, I also wanted to touch on the fact that we're in, we're sheltering in place still in Ohio. It may be a little bit different. We're free. I'm getting my hair done, my nails. Oh, so jealous. Oh my Sorry. God. I'll, Sorry. I'll live, uh, yeah, no, I'll live vicariously through we'll you. We'll be shut down again. I know. Don't worry about <laughs> I know, it. They'll, they'll put us in time out again. Yeah, I know. Right here. We can basically only dine outdoors. That's pretty much it. Um, but I think a lot of people had these aspirations whenever we went into sheltering in place at first, they were like, I'm going to get all these things done. Mm-hmm. And then when they thought about their house, they were like, yeah, I can do it. But then going to do it got very overwhelming. Um, and, and I would, encourage people to look into your system. It's a hundred day program too, that really is like takes your whole house and you're basically taking tiny bites of organization a little bit at a time, because I know how overwhelmed I get. I get anxiety fairly easy when, when things are like that. Um, and you have really come up with a system to make it far less anxiety inducing. So tell everybody about the hundred day program too. Okay. Thank you. So the 100 day home organization program is designed to get your entire house organized in 100 days. Now, first of all, you're going to have to go through it more than once. Yeah. <laughs> Don't so we do the 100 days three right. times in a row and everything you buy from organized 365 is a lifetime membership. So even the simple Sunday basket has online components that support you for a lifetime, because I know life is going to get in the way and we don't want to start a program because maybe we won't finish it. Yeah. I'm going to tell you right now, you will not finish the 100 day home organization program. Have out of you 2, ever had anyone finish two. it on the two, two out of 2000, two out of 2000. Wow. So, that's amazing. 
they get the gold yes. star. <laughs> they get a different gold star. You still get yours. Yay! So, so do not have that expectation. Even I could not do that. But yeah. what I did was I heard from people, they have 15 minutes a day. I was like, fine, I'll teach you in 15 minutes a day. So we take three weeks to get through your kitchen. We do the silverware drawer. That's a day. Yeah. We do the drink cabinet. That's a day. We do spices. That's a day. And you may be like, okay, Lisa, pick up the pace. No, the beauty in that is you can actually do it and accomplish it. And you learn so much in that first 21 days, mm -hmm. because once I do the silverware drawer, I move to the utensil drawer. And then I tell you, you can organize any drawer anywhere in your house. Cause now you know how to organize a drawer and you're like, oh, so we do that. Then we go into your, your bedroom, bathroom, and closet for the next 21 days. Mm -hmm. Newsflash, that's where almost everybody ends the first yep. round. Yep. The closet kills you. Or at least You're for me. You're done with that. Yeah. I'm out. Yeah. I'm done now. <laughs> yeah. And you pick up again the next time we do it. <laughs> yeah. But the skills that you learn there eventually get you into the basement and the hot mess room and the family room and the garage and the living spaces and the tools and all of those things that aren't organized because you never learned how to organize them. And so as you keep going through the 100 day program, as we go further and further and further, you learn like, oh, that's how a laundry room should be organized. Oh, okay. Yeah. I understand why we put these things in place. Yeah. It really is incredible. It's such a huge resource. I will say like on social media, I follow people that are good guiding lights for me. They bring positivity or they give me something tangible to hold on to. Like I, there's nothing worse. And I know you're not a fan of Facebook. There's nothing worse than opening up Facebook and just having a <laughs> deluge of like crap, you know? So I really curate my social media, mm -hmm. especially Instagram, me too. To, you know, to open it up and have something like really helpful. And I think that is really what I want to say thank you for is you're always positive. You're always funny as hell. Like you crack me <laughs> up your, your laugh. Like it just, you, you just bring a lot of joy to people's lives, but you also really give them tangible things to like do hold on to, to learn. You're such a natural teacher. And one of my life's quotes now is done is better than perfect. You taught me that and, and it's so true, like, because if you are hard on yourself or you give yourself um, a high bar, it really can be paralyzing. And I used to do that. And now I just tell myself, like, I start a project and I'm going to get through it and done is better than perfect. It's not gonna be perfect, but hell it's done. And I'm happy with that. That right there, Lisa, that lesson is what helped me actually launch this podcast after thinking wow. about years. That's oh my truth. gosh, that is so awesome. And the one other thing I want to say is that I do say there's no such thing as perfection. Mm -hmm. So I've replaced that because at first when I said there was no such thing as perfection, I was like, oh, well, I can just do whatever I want because there is no perfect. Right. And I changed that more recently to I'm a woman of excellence. So I'm mm. not a perfectionist, uh, but I'm a woman of excellence. And uh, you are a woman of excellence. And you could be a woman of excellence without being a perfectionist. I love that, Lisa. Wow, that is so incredible. I will say this on the podcast um, a couple of episodes ago, I interviewed a woman named Lisa Montrose. Uh, she is the mm. widow of Ronnie Montrose. He is mm -hmm. a guitar hero um, and he passed away in 2012 and she and I discussed grief and we were going through a couple of things that she does that really helps her get through anxiety or depression or grief. And one of the things is when she notices her posture, if she's like feeling down, her, she's physically down, right? Like her posture. And she said when she notices that or her mother notices it, she'll say, chest up, wings out. 
chest up, wings out. And I thought I would pass that along to you, right? Like you just made me feel that way in Mm. saying that you're a woman of excellence and giving that to me. Like that makes me feel like chest up, wings out, that I have more power, that I am strong. And maybe I'm not perfect, but I'm a woman, woman of excellence. What a wonderful way to end. I absolutely love that. Thank you so much, Lisa. You are such an amazing human being. And I really appreciate everything you've given to me. Oh my goodness. Thank you. I know this has been a very long day for you. You've been doing media for what, like eight hours now or so? Oh my gosh. Okay. Here's the thing. This is what I want my dude to have to be. <laughs> this is all I want to do. I went out there to my husband. I was like, I love it. This I is amazing. <laughs> yes. Curate all the interviews. I'm, I know. I've been following your Instagram earlier. You were like, I could do this forever. Yes, <laughs> I could. I totally could. Sign me up. Well, you just keep putting out those books and you probably will. I mean, I know everyone is love to have you. You've been on TV and radio stations all day. I think I'm one of your last. So hopefully I didn't exhaust you. Hopefully it was no. kicking back and chatting with the girls and just hanging out. Yeah. Thank you so much. Oh my, God. oh my gosh. I cannot believe all you're like, like you did the whole interview for me. I did. <laughs> I made your I life. didn't have to do anything. Well, I think what I did was I spent half an hour fangirling and I told my husband I was going to do that. I was like, I'm such a lover of Lisa. She's probably just going to be oh sitting gosh, and staring at me the whole time. Like, uh-huh. This is an ad it. for me. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do it again. <laughs> I am going to make it on that book tour though. And I am coming to see you. You have to, when you come to San Francisco, when the world opens up again, make it happen. So yes. tell everybody it's the paper solution. You can basically get it anywhere. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I have it on audible, like I said, which you do narrate. I want to point that out. Cause I love when authors narrate their own books. So thank you for doing that. Um, well, you know, that was not easy to do because of oh. the pandemic, because there was oh. no studio, there was no producer. And I was like, Oh no, 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 no. You don't understand. I've already sold 500 copies of this. Yes. I'm going to do I'm it. I'm doing it. Hi, I'm Lisa Woodruff. <laughs> I I got my own studio. I got my own producer during the pandemic to open up for me. And I went to a different city and stayed in a hotel to do it. Cause I was like, no, no, that is incredible. That is incredible. And your son is an audio engineer. And so that definitely helps, right? Yeah. It was his little, his college that was shut down for the pandemic that opened up to do this. Oh, thank God for them. I love that. So Mm -hmm. that is even more of a push for you guys to get the paper solution. So if you want to visit Lisa, get any of these amazing products that I just did a really long ad for. You can go to organize365.com and make sure you follow Lisa on Instagram, but she will be such a light in your life. She will also tell you what day it is every day of the week. (laughs) Just in case you forget. Exactly. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Well, there you go, guys. Again, I apologize for my absolute over-the-top geek out fest, but you can hear how much I love and appreciate Lisa and Organize 365. A lot of people ask me how I get through the day. How do I do all the things that I do? You know, I I have a four-year-old and a family, and my husband and I own a music center, and I have two radio shows and a TV show. It's a lot. But with using her tools and her advice, it really has helped me with my everyday, every week plan. I am proud to say I feel pretty organized. It's not perfect by any means, but I do know where all my stuff is, and I can pull it out and use it when I need it, and I know exactly where to put it away, and I feel like that is a huge step in just being overall organized. And I really have Lisa to thank for that. So hopefully you found value in that conversation. Again, if you want to follow Lisa, 
Organize365 on Instagram, and her website is Organize365.com. All right, you guys, I'm out of here. We'll check in next week. If you ever have anyone or anything you want to talk about on the podcast, always feel free to hit me up. You can send me an email, chastaonair at gmail.com. On social media, Instagram, it's at ChastaLynn, C-H-A-S-T-A-L-Y-N-N. On Twitter, it's at Chasta, and Facebook is Chasta Radio. All right, you guys, until then, have a good one, and remember, rock your life.